Chazal say that originally the Chodesh Baruch wanted to give the Torah to Klai Yisrael. So Klai Yisrael said, nice to finish So Hashem said, you're making a commitment. You're making a commitment to give the Torah. I want a raven. I want guarantors. So Klai Yisrael originally said, the Avais are our guarantors. And Hashem wasn't a couple of that. The Klai Yisrael said, Tzadikim are our guarantors. Hashem wasn't a couple of that either. I told us that Bonelli are living on Our children should be our guarantors. And that was, that, that Hashem was the couple. What chat? What chat? Both parts of Chazal need an explanation. And the first part of Chazal, the first part of Chazal, what's the reason why Hashem needs a guarantor? What was wrong with my submission? And the second part is, and if the is going to be a guarantor, so what is wrong with the others? What was special about a person's children that they are raving for him in a way that no one else could be? So there's a side there that I want to explain. Mm-hmm. But I want to start with a story that is uh, amazing story. And the story there, the Gemara says that two of the Sanayim, the Zohar says, Rabbi Yitzchak and Rabbi Yehuda. Can you read these to them together? And the, Gemara, the Zohar says, one day Rabbi Yehuda wakes up in the morning, he opens his door, I'm just saying that in English, word for word, he opens his door, and he sees his father, Rabbi Yitzchak, sitting on the doorstep crying. He says, Rabbi Yitzchak, my eye. What are you waiting on the doorstep, sitting and crying? So Rabbi Yitzchak says to him, because I just had a dream that I'm going to die today. And uh, so I come crying. He says, because I have a little boy at home. And I never had a chance to teach him. So I'm asking you a favor, my friend Rabbi Yehuda. I'm going to die. Please look after my son. You teach him Torah. So Rabbi Yehuda agrees to do that. Then he said, let's go to Rabbi Shimon. Let's go to Rabbi Shimon. Maybe Rabbi Shimon can die with you. Right? So the guy of Shimon. This is the coming of Shimon's room. Yosef and Loi were rising and learning Torah. The Shimon looks up and he sees that in walks of Yehuda and he looks like a Malach Moses. Malach Moses come. And he walks inside. So Shimon gets up and he says, I'm going there, but my Tamirim are out in the room and nobody else. Malach Moses goes outside. So Malach Moses goes outside. So then that is. So I said, I'm going to die for him. The kids in Zara says that Yitzhak fell asleep. And in a dream, his father came to him in a dream, and he said, your place is waiting for you in Ganeden. Whoever's waiting, he said, you're free to come. But Lemay said there was a change in the Xerah that, uh, because of the Twitter, that they decided that you're not going to, you're not going to be lifted today. But not because better you were meant to be lifted today. So what? Why? Why, why would you? Why? Why did there was this change? Because you have a son who needs to learn Torah. So they married. They decide to leave you in the world so you can teach your son. So 
the Torah experiences the story that Rabbi Shimon basically told the Ritzvah, I'll be an order for you. Then I will let the Malachim of until I'm, as long as I'm here, that I will let the Malachim of touch you. And that's why the day of Shimon died, Rabbi Yisrael goes to die. They died together. He's actually buried in Miron, the same place, but that's not the point right now. But uh, the the Nukura desire, and that is that the reason why here Yisrael was given more life is because of his son. It's a day of you can go to Ganeda. He's a son to teach. And therefore, it's the desire finishes killed by Yisrael every day. He said, Reva Yayim, and teach your son. He said, you only stop, you know, it's going to be a you stop. But besides that, he just teaches every day, it's all your son. That's the amazing desire. Yeah. So you see a new side here. You see a new side here. You must say that a person, a person can be, a person can be given chiyos. A person can be given chayim, but this his children. Because mitzidah, could be deserves to be punished. But his children, they don't deserve that. They don't deserve that. they need their father. And therefore, mitzidah, Hashem is going to look after him. There's a special civic matter in that, because <coughs> children, ma'atzim, can't be chayim within. Children can't be chayvedin, and therefore the sad children, they don't, they won't deserve an einish. And if that's the case, if mukhina some they don't deserve to be punished, that they should be assigned, that's the reason for Hashem to look after their father. Just as an aside, this is an aside. In last week, I heard a story of one of the people who was saved from Iran. He said oh, that, as was well publicized. He was, in the, he was in the place where he felt he couldn't be there. He had his little halakha playing in his shoulders. So what was he going to do with him? He felt he felt it was a sakana. So when he filmed there and saw that, I think, he threw it up to a window high up in the cabin someone caught him. Okay. Yeah. But this is the father's thing afterwards. If something happens to me, what's going to happen to my poor little boy? A three-year-old kid by himself in the room, no one knows anything about him. His father gets killed. Who's going to look after my son? How's he going to get home? He's going to identify him. His daughter was, I should help me because oh, what's going to happen to my, to my child? So I was thinking afterwards, maybe that was like a discourse. There's such a thing. I mean, she just said But maybe it's like a discourse. Hashem can be matched with the parents, but with the children. The child, in order to protect the child, Hashem can be matched with the father. This is what I want to talk about. That's what I talk. We said we're not in terror. Benayno arrived in Why benayno? Why benayno? When the Klai Yisrael is arriving, if Klai Yisrael is sadikim, if Klai Yisrael keeping the terror b'shleimus, if the, then it's like a, someone is mechayev to pay and he pays. So if, if a person is going to pay you and he pays, you don't need an arrest. The, 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 the person is mechayev to pay pays. When you need an arrest, when you need an arrest is when the person is meant to pay doesn't pay and someone else is paying their behalf. And if that's the case, when does Hashem need an arrest for Klai Yisrael? Not if Klai Yisrael keeping the Torah b'shleimus. Now the players were doing what they were doing. They were doing what they were meant to do. And what the shayla was is in the case of Klai Yisrael mitzrayat mdonav schusim or naf schusim. So then, what's going to protect them? And uh, Klai Yisrael's original answer was the others. The others are going to protect us. 
They'll be there ready. Hashem wasn't makabal that. Hashem wasn't makabal that. And there's a reason for it. And that is, even though we talk about the mind of schus avos, the emes is that the avos of a schus is they can daven for us. Okay? But the avos don't lose something if something happens to Klai Yisrael. It's not that, again, they can daven for us like any time they can daven for his daughter. But do the avos, so to speak, lose something if something happens to us? No. They're already in Olam HaMS. They already got to whatever level they got to. And therefore, they're on to good art. Masha'enka, because our children are already in Lano. That's a good art. Because that's the reason to protect Klai Yisrael. If Klai Yisrael aren't deserving of the own right, they're not keeping the territory to the level of the own right. So, Bishchusson, they don't deserve to be, so to speak, to be given to Yad to be looked after. But the children don't deserve to be the parents. And if that's the case, Bishchus, the children, they will look after the parents. This idea. It's really Chazal. In an amazing place. It's a Midrash in more than one place. About Alexander the king. Who went to Africa. And he came to sit in Africa. And the king said to him, why did he come to our country? So Alexander said, I came to see how your country works. How you do justice here. He like, sit and watch. So the Midrash has a story. Of this king. The two people came in front of him. And the one said, I bought a field from that man. And I was digging in the field and I found a chest full of coins. And it's his, not mine, because I bought a field, I didn't buy coins. The other one what are you talking about? I sold you the field, it was in the field, don't excuse me. So the one said it belongs to him, the other one said it belongs to him. So he came to the king to, to, the, to judge the case. So the king says to the one, tell me something, which children do you have? So he said, I have a son. He asked him, tell me what children you have, he said, I have a daughter. He said, tell us, my psyche is to tell them if you get married and give it to them as in a dunya. That was a bit Says the Chazal. The king looks at Alexander and he says, Chazal to come a You're surprised. So the king says, I'm telling you, So Alexander says, I'm just Mr. Tamea because in my country that would never have happened. So the king says, tell me something. How would you have passed it? He says, Aleph, I wouldn't have been in the entire. The Kaiser of Mio said, It's mine, I bought it. And I said, What are you talking about? It's mine, I never sold you the money, I sold you the property. He says, Okay, and how would you have passed it? He says, I would have passed it. I said, We don't take it. And therefore, it stays by the king. Right? So I confiscated it. So the king says, Tell me something. Does the rain fall in your country? So he says, Yes. He says, does the sun shine? He says, yes. He says, really? Do you have animals? He says, yes. The king says, I don't understand. He says, in such a corrupt country, I can't understand how Hashem send the rain, how Hashem send the sunshine. But if you have animals, I understand. They did nothing wrong. And he says, Adam of Behemoth is Shia Hashem. And sometimes Hashem's matzah, the Adam is supposed to behemoth. Ad kan di bechazah. Adam of Behemoth is Shia Hashem. Hashem saves people because of the animals. Because people don't deserve it. Now, that's the Chazal. I'm just using the side of that Chazal. <coughs> if a person doesn't deserve to be saved, Hashem has to save him because somebody else that will make a difference to the something else if he's there or not. Let's go, let's go back to the story. The animal needs a person to look after him. And therefore, Hashem is saving people for animals. It's an unbelievable thing. So animals, a, a very distant example in Alexander's Marshall. 
But what's much more like here, and that's what he's talking about here. If we don't have schosim in our own right, we have a different schos. Our children need us. And therefore, they don't deserve to lose. They don't deserve to lose. And if that's the case, there's a reason to save the parents who don't deserve to be saved on their own right. The children because the child doesn't deserve to be a yasin. The child doesn't deserve to be without a father. Rebutzchok, for whatever reason, didn't deserve to be saved. He could have gone to Ganadi. His place was waiting for him. But Peschus, his son, who never learned, so that was a reason to save him because that way his son can learn. So, what we learn from here? Two things. The first look at it is, the first look at it is, <coughs> if a person is blessed with children, so, that could be a Hatzal. Adam. The fact that his children need him is the reason for Hashem to save him. But, like the Israel says, if that's the case, it has to be a matter that a person's children need him. If they're tired of doing, if he's tired of doing something in their life, whatever it is, he's, he's bringing them up, he's being mechanech them, he's being mechanech in the Torah, so then they need him. If he actually isn't doing very much in his child's life, then it doesn't apply. As one person told me, he said, I think it would be better for my children if I died. The Vada Bottom would write $50,000 for them. So they'd be much better financial matter. Oh. Everyone feels sorry for them in school, so the band would take better care of them. So maybe it'd be better if I wasn't here. Oh, if that's the way a parent thinks, then. Oh. If that's the way a parent thinks, then it's talking about something wrong. Uh, something wrong. Yeah. Other Rabbi, we would like to think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we want to think, we, Other Rabbi, that we're doing something our children's lives that our children need us for. If you're going to say by Hashem, we're doing something. And therefore, there'll be an order for us because their schus can protect us. And this brings to me, that's, that's the Aga. That's the Gaya to Matitara, it's the Gaya to Lim to Lan. But the second point I wanted to get to. That is, you know, this week was Rishkhaydish Sivan, or every Rishkhaydish Sivan, and everybody reminded everybody to say Tzvirah Sashlah. The MS is Tvirsashla wasn't meant for Shkhadishla. He writes himself Tashla that a person should daven for his children Tomit. A person should daven for his children Tomit. A person should always daven for his children. That's true. Not only that, a person should always tell his children he's davening for them. That's a very harsh of a point. Right? At the end of the day, right, the the we work with the Yemen and the Kodesh Baruch decides and the Kodesh Baruch dies. And therefore the maximum we can do is daven for somebody. Right? So your parent, your children can see what you do for them. Your children can see what you're looking after them. Your children not, can't necessarily see that you're davening for them. And that's a Dovah Chashuf. Tell your children you're davening for them. But the voice is another point also. Which is equally Chashuf. And that is, and the Shlach says this too, Shreich. There's a Nesach HaTvila this way as well. And that is, children should daven for their parents. There's a t- yes, just like there's a nusach of a tefillah of his children, there's a nusach of a tefillah, tefillah is a The tefillah for children to say for their parents. Don't minimize that. If the children have a schus, and it could be that's the schus that the parents have, that they're looking after their children, and the children need them to look after them, then other of let the child daven. Encourage your child to daven for you. It's a two-way street. 
parents like to feel that they don't need anything. They don't need help, and they call yachal, and they can in control. And the most we know it's not true. Because the needs to look after the parents too. And if the children have a source, then let the children die. There's nothing wrong. They're saying, well, this is what I need, this one is you. If you want to say this, the Nusach that is brought down in the Tzvira's office, but the Tzvira's body of Allah, it's a beautiful Nusach. It says, it's on the Vinish of Hashemayim, Shmara, Al Avi, Val Imi, they should have Koyach to have Megadal me the Torah, the Chopin Mason Tobin, they should look after me, whatever it is, and give him this, give him a Tlach, give him Tzadishmayim. But even if it's not going to be a standard Nusach, even if it's not going to be a printed Nusach, and maybe children are old enough to read such a Nusach at Tvila every day, if they are, why not? And if they're not, but Epsom the Zach, just the fact that it's something that they know to do for their parents also. The story brought of someone who brought his little child to Rebiak of Kamenetsky for a bracha. So Rebiak said, I'm going to give him a bracha. And then he said, but you know, I think you got it the wrong way around. He said, the Gemara says, Al Mai Kai Om, what's the world you're lying on? Al Hevel Piem Shultanakash Lopez Rabba, on the terror of little children. They haven't done a very yet, and there's a certain kschus, a certain kayak that they have. So maybe it's wrong with Maybe we should be asking him for a bracha. If that's a schus that the world has, maybe we should be backwards. Now, what the point of Yaakov was trying to say, maybe, was to be matched with the spirit of a child. Maybe. Then what's on the ground asking children for brachas. But the fact that they can daven, the fact that they can daven, I daven. The other place is which one should I be? That's the first point. The second point. I started with the Hashkafa point. But the second point is a psychological point. Which we started touching on last week and I want to go back to more detail. Because they get to the suicide. And that is a child by nature feels helpless. Because they don't have the mind to care of themselves, they don't have the Chachmut to know what to do with things. And they don't have the confidence, right? And therefore, a child by nature feels very helpless. They need their parents for everything, and they can't do anything on their own. Now, that's the mitzvah. Is that a good feeling? So let's put it like this. It has one very good result. It has one very good result. And that is, that's the perfect position to dabble from. That's the perfect position to dabble from. When on Chazal say on the pasuk, that if a person comes with daven like an oni, he's coming from the position of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, I'm helpless. Then that's a tefillah which is much more powerful because it's much more reliant on Hashem. And therefore, if someone naturally feels in that position, right, a circumstance they can't deal with, fine, we teach them how to daven. That's exactly the point of daven from. That's exactly the point of daven from Adarabah. A lot of why maybe outfitters as adults aren't so successful is because we feel too confident that we can deal with it ourselves. As someone who feels at last, someone who feels that he has nothing to do, that's a tefillah which is much more successful. And David and uses this example. He means talking about the fact that you're lying on Hashem redounds to him. Is Hashem relying on you? Like a child being held by his parents, in the context by his mother. Why? Because someone like that's helpless. So if he's going to ask, there's nothing he can do, he can just ask. 
That's the right point, walking to Hasbro. And the second point, psychologically, right? Like we said, if it's, a, if it's not good to be, for a person to feel at a loss, helpless, so the way to deal with that is, you're not helpless, you can daven. There's never a matter for there's nothing you can do. You can daven. That's the, that's the most important lesson. That's the most important lesson. And it doesn't have to come when a person is an adult. And the older they get, the more they feel more confident, and the less it's likely they're going to learn this lesson. The younger the child is, and therefore the more he feels that when he's helpless, there's an answer. When there's nothing, when there's nothing he can do, he can daven. The more daven will be part of, part of the way he, re- he relates to a tzara. I'm not saying it's the person should teach it in a way which is condescending. Okay, you can't do anything else. Okay, so just have it. The money is that's the most, that that works. That works. We bring two things together. The tefillahs of children, which, like we said, it's almaykai almul hevel pim shaltunegashal beisrabu. Together with the fact that it's a tefillah which is coming from the tefillah laani, from someone who's in that position, and the last points. And that is, it's coming from a place that, that if you teach your children, daven, because davening works, they'll believe it. So it's coming from a place that they will not believe it. Davening, because davening works. The stories I've told, at the beginning we spoke about Imun, I don't have to repeat all the stories again, but the aside is true. That if a person trains their child to daven, don't be surprised if the child gets what he wants with davening. It works. It works because it has all the points that are needed for Tzvila to work. Yeah, I've told lots of stories. I've told more stories. But it's, uh, the view side is right. And that is that uh, it's a mark which works. And therefore, capitalize on the Koyach. Get your children done for you. It's, it's in their interest. Of course they need their parents. And they wouldn't think of that in view because they look at you as being strong and as being healthy and as being powerful and as being everything that they don't have. Right? And you turn to the other happen. Everybody's via the Shem. You have to daven for everybody. I remember when my kids were three-year-olds, small, and uh, then in Rosh Hashanah, the way it worked was uh, I came in from davening and I uh, worked at the times. I gave my wife two hours ago to show us our babysit. So, okay, so you have little kids, Rosh Hashanah, it's Rosh Hashanah, and I was going to babysit. So what do you do Rosh Hashanah? I took the kids, put them in the couch, I said, you also going to daven. What do you have to daven for? So everything's about the, themselves and what they need or whatever else. So I say, very good. What about dining for your parents? Like the shop. Like, we have to know for you. Yes. Why not? Hashem is deciding what happens to everybody this year. You don't want your parents to be healthy? Yeah, of course. So why do you dine for us? It's like, I saw like it's, it's shifting the focus. No one thinks they have dining for your parents. I'll bring you Chazal where I learned this. After I saw this with my children, I bring you Chazal, which brought the point to me so strong. You know, Moshe Rabbeinu, in Pashat Varim, he's talking about Klai Shagot, it's giving his final message. And that 15 times counts. Moshe says in Pashat Varim, Ki atem oivir mesan yardin, lava lerzis aretz, because you crossing the yardin to go and do it strong. Again, again, and again, and again. Bahayavu abrochen sa yardin. Shema Yisrael, atem oivir mesan yardin. What's he trying to say? A hundred times. Listen to the Chazal. It's not in the Shah, I don't know where it is, it's one of these small Russian moments now. And it was an eye opener. An eye opener. I learned this lesson from Chazal. 
Why was Moshe fitting again and again and again and again and again? At ten moments, he had him. The Chazal say, Moshe was trying to tell him something. Moshe was trying to tell him something. Klai Yisrael, you go and cross in the Yardin, not me. Hashem won't let me cross. At that moment, Beshan and Hashem, Hashem said, no. Klai Yisrael, why don't you daven for me? You don't want me to cross the Yardin. You're lucky, you're going to cross. I can't. He's trying to marry them. So daven for me. Right? If Hashem is not going to listen to my spirit, maybe he'll listen to yours. The Klai Yisrael didn't get the message. Not once. Moshe was asking Kaisal, you know, if I wasn't Zaycha, it happened for me. Maybe you'll, maybe in your position let me cross. The Kaisal didn't get the message. Not once. You never found a love for him. You think, why not? Moshe did so much for them. It wouldn't be basic, a car is so tough. Better what? The only way to resolve it is, in Kaisal's mindset, that we have to love for Moshe for He's so much greater than us. We have to love for him. He's, he's, he's loving for us always. And this is actually the mistake. This is actually the mistake. No one's so great that they can't use Twitter. No one's so great that you can't use Twitter. Yes, we can dive in for Moshe Rebbein also. The boys say, we want our Gedali Adar. We dive in every day. Right? Do you think about Vaulein at the end of the line? Or do you think about the Tzadikim and the Chassidim at the beginning too? Right? We dive in on all of us. We dive in for the Gedalim too. They should look after them also. What they're so great, they don't need Twitter. Of course they need Twitter. Everyone needs Twitter. Except we don't think like that. We think if they're greater than us, we don't have to love them for them. It's not true. It's not true. And other of it, the fact that people need them is the reason Hashem will keep them. When he said, that's a dikim and a chasidim, valenu. Yemura chamecha means all of us. The gedolim and the chasidim are not just us. We should daven for the tzaddikim also. We should have daven for Moshe Rabbein. We lost the chance. But it's the same thing. Your, parents, your kids naturally think, I have to love my parents. Uh, then then you. That's not true. Tell your kids, you didn't love for your parents. <coughs> and if there's something that you need to love for, tell them. This is what we need right now. Whether it's going to be done, Hashem should help us. Then you have the three points all together. The first point is that I told them our guarantors that if we don't have this chosen, they do. And if we're meaningful in our children's lives, then in this chosen, Hashem could look after us also. Number one. Number two. It's a tefillah which is coming from a makam, which is, has all the, cat, all, the, all the factors which a good tefillah needs to have. Like I said, dependence, the moon of that the, the tefillah works, and the makam, like I said, hell of him, shall tenegr shal ben shravan, shashim Number three. There's one more point I want to share with you. A chiddush of the Ramchal. The Ramchal and he has a sefer called Derech Eitzachayim. And he says some tremendous chiddush. And this small little sefer is brought on the Zen Zizharim. And the Zemchal says tremendous chiddush. There's a passage which says, We pee oililim v'yankim inside the toys. From the mouths of children and babies of Kodesh Baruch you got strength. Why does Hashem get strength from the mouth of children? Listen to Ramchal. Unbelievable chiddush. Says Ramchal. Says Ramchal. He says, because we know that the thing is that until 13, a child doesn't have a Yetzir type. He doesn't have his dice, he doesn't have Pachir. Which means when he's a child, he only has Yetzir. And that's why he brings the positive. There's a very stupidity. It's connected to the heart of the child. He only has Yetzir. He doesn't have Yetzir type yet. So he says, when an adult has a Yetzir type, 
right? Can use this Yetzirah to, to come with Yetzirah. Good, that's the battle a person's going to face. And that's, uh, that, 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 that's what the person's talking is. He says, but when a child can defeat the Yetzirah, when a child can defeat it, then it only adds Koyach to Hashem. Because this was a, a territory which the Yetzirah had on his own. And when you take away from him, right? So then it's not as Lelakim. Then it gives more Koyach to the Son of Kedush in the world because this was, so to speak, an inroad in the Yetzirah's territory. And therefore he says, when it comes to me, the Torah and the Tefillah of children, that gives Hashem more strength. There's a certain Koyach that the Tefillah of a child has, because this is territory which, so to speak, wasn't, wasn't in the Chalik of Kedusha before. Right? And when a child can learn what a child can, can daven, that gives more Koyach to, that gives more koyach to Kedusha in the world. It's not the reason why a child's tefillahs have a certain kayak. Right, that's in the Kudah. That we're talking about the importance of teaching children to daven, but I'm not just saying daven, the daven, they're saying cheder or ingan. I'm saying the idea of davening not just for themselves, davening for you, davening for each other. And the last point, which is not the echo point, but it's the agab, and that is, it gives a certain confidence. When a person feels helpless, there's nothing to do in a situation, right? Like we spoke about last time. When a person, last time we spoke, the, the, the Akhara Maisa. We should really update that here. Whatever you do when you do when it's during the Maisa. Uh, the person is a matter of the hearing sirens. So you're going to, you can, you can guarantee, okay, don't worry, there won't be more sirens, who knows? We have that When a person is a matter of, in the middle of a matter, which is a, which is a scary situation. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing anyone can do about it because it's not be a danger. Right. So besides for the obvious fear when something is what's going to be, there's also the second element, and that is the helplessness. What can we do? What can we do? We're at the mercy of people who aren't under control. We're at the mercy of factors who aren't under control. That itself isn't healthy, psychologically. That a person feels helpless. And that you have an answer for also. Of course you can do it. You can do, you can dive. It's never a matter you can't dive in. And the most of the case that the film works. But we have to, that, that's a lesson. We have to dive in because Hashem listens. That's what's going to make a difference. That's the Nukhriz we want to talk about tonight. Especially in the age of Tzara. We see that it's very important in Paiskim that when there was an age of Tzara, they used to bring all the children to dive in also. There was a certain kayach in the of children. And therefore, the Dafka, when there's a history to, 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 to bring everybody to Dafka together, besides for the fact that there's a certain schus in that, but there's also a certain kayach, like we said, in such tvidas. <coughs> One last point. The tvidah of a child it doesn't have to be a certain nusach. It's not like that. Sometimes it's better not. Even though Chazal will convey us in the Sakh and we have a Shemunesh and we have whatever Nusakh it's is going to be, what you said, Kavit Lachtelim, it has a Koyach. But Kiyodur from the Targum, Kiyodur from the Targum, there's two kinds of Tvila. On the Targum, when Yaakov says, he gives Yosef the city of Shechem, which he took, he says, Becharbi of Akash, with Masrod and with Maspia. So that the Targum famously translates it, 
with Tzalaisi Avoisi. Two kinds of Tzvila. Tzalaisi Avoisi, two kinds of Tzvila. In Hebrew, Tzvila V'tachamuni. Says the Briskarov in his Pirish Latari in Tzidah, what's the two kinds of Tzvila? So he said, what's the difference between a sword and a spear? He said, I'm just saying this quickly because everybody knows that it's famous. Right? The Briskarov says, the difference is, is that a sword is something that is dangerous. It's very sharp. It's called a shkitana. You touch it, it'll get cut. It's by atzim, atzim, a double, which is very dangerous. A spear, it's not that dangerous. The kayak of a spear is the force that a person throws it with. Because when you throw it with force, then the point of the spear can, can penetrate something, can impale somebody. So says the brisk of there's two kinds of tefillah. There's slicey, a tefillah which is the kayak of the nusach tefillah. And it doesn't make a difference so much who's saying it, the word, the kayak is the tefillah itself. And then there's both the bakasha of a person, and the kayak of the tefillah is the kayak of the person saying it. So Yaakov said, when I dive from Shechem, that we should be saved, I used both. There was a nusach tefillah which has a kayak in Salat. But there's also the person who's diving. When a person goes to a tzaddik, to a rabbit, to a god, or whatever it is, for a bracha, but he's not saying for a shabir. And what? He's relying on the kayak of the person davening and has a certain kayak. So yes, when we're going to daven, we're going to use the nusach of Shemesh, the nusach of the Tehillim, whatever it's going to be, let's forget it's slicing. Let's forget it's tefillah, which is like a sword, because it has a kayak of the tefillah. The mind of a child's tefillah is the fact that it's the child's tefillah. It has a tremendous kayak of the spear. And that is, like we said, it's, it's, it's either Yisara Ta'oiz, it gives more kayak to the Tzara Kedush, that child's davening, or it's coming from a mouth which is never done. Avera, where he said, Hevel Pim Shal Tzadak Shal Beis Rabbon, then that's the case, it doesn't mean the Nusach On the contrary, sometimes it affects the spontaneity or the meaning of the child has. The fact that he's davening is important. Whatever Nusach he wants to use. That's the kayak of the, of the Ba'usi, the kayak of the Bakasha, or where it's coming from. Which is effective, and that's what a person wants to encourage. To finish where we started. The Shlar writes, that's why, just like a person should be rogil to daven for his children, a person should train his children to be rogil to daven for their parents. To be rogil to daven for his parents, it's a normal thing. It's important, and especially a child who knows it's important to him to have his parents. A lot of children harbor the secret fire. What's going to happen if my parents die? Who's going to look after me? Like you talk to child psychologists, it's a regular nightmare children have. I'll be abandoned, I'll be by myself. I had one kid waking up in the morning crying that they had a nightmare that one of their parents died. And a child feels lost, but then it's the end of the world. Good. If, if a parent's that important to a child's life, a raving learner, then in their schools we have something to do. They have to they give us children, they give us a job to bring them up. And even if you're not there for any other reason, but we have the schus to bring up our children. In their schus, that they should have the ability that their parents are going to bring them up. That can be a lot for us, the parents as well.